it's all about learning to be humble when you're on stage. Mm-hmm. I find that if you bring your real, a real humility, then people warm to it because they become open. They become unafraid of you and they want to engage with you. Hi and welcome to the third episode of the Wisdom of Wow Performance podcast. This episode is with Nikki Owen. She's the UK's leadership and charisma expert, an international award-winning speaker and author of the book Charismatic to the Core. Every time I hear Nikki speak, be it for 15 minutes or for a couple of hours on stage, I can't help but relax, listen and embrace every moment and every word. As you will notice in this podcast, Her words are charged with love and compassion, and the way she speaks really touches the hearts and minds of others. In this episode, we talk about her story and why she became so interested in this thing called charisma, what her findings on it are, how to build a strong emotional connection with an audience, and how to let go of negative thinking and always be in touch with our higher selves, and especially so on stage. Enjoy! Hello, hello. Hello, hi, how are you? I'm very good, how are you? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good, thank you. Um, I've just been um, to a meditation retreat. So I've been meditating seven hours a day, so I'm, I'm still a bit spaced. <laughs> nice. That's a great state for a podcast, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling very in the zone. <laughs> great, awesome. <laughs> so... I've been following you for a few years. I saw your research, which you did for various leaders throughout the world, like Muhammad Ali, like some political leaders and Elvis Presley. And you saw different types of charisma in them. And I was really interested by your research. And then I subscribed to your newsletter and I've been following you for a few years and went to a few of your events and saw you speak. And you really have that outstanding charisma about you. And you really apply your research. So my first question would be, what is it that drove you to devote your life to this research, to this thing called charisma that is so evasive, yet it is a thing? (laughs) I know it's a funny topic, isn't it, to devote your whole life to. And uh, what what happened was um, when I was 18 years old, uh, Mm. I, I suddenly changed. My whole personality changed. And I became very violent. Um, I became um, very depressed. Um, I didn't recognize myself. And I ended up at the Old Bailey. And I was charged with arson, endangering life, and intent to kill because I'd burnt my parents' house down. And um, my barrister was the most charismatic man I'd ever witnessed. And he, um, it was the first time that premenstrual syndrome was used as a defense in a court of law, and I walked free. So I was 18 years old, and in my mind, I saw this barrister, Mr. Adezio, as so charismatic, and I linked that charisma has the potential to transform a person's life against all odds. So it was at that particular moment, all those years ago, that my passion, it's been a lifelong quest 
to discover whether you can teach charisma or whether it's just an innate gift within some of us. Uh, so I, I have dedicated my life to researching it. Yeah, and on the way, you've uh, you've done all sorts of things like emotional healing, Reiki, NLP, hypnotherapy. Um, so what what are your findings? According to you, what, what is charisma? Is it something that everyone has or is it something that we can do? How would you define it? The, the first thing that I discovered is that you can't teach charisma. And the reason I say you can't teach charisma is the minute you try to teach an individual a behavior uh, that you may perceive as charismatic, but if that behavior is out of who that person really is inside, then they're going to come across as fake and not authentic. So um, what I learned um, with charisma is that it's innate within all of us. And actually, my job isn't to teach it. My job is to help people remember what is already within them so that when they reconnect to the true essence of who they truly are, their true authentic self, then they shine in their own unique way. So I define charisma as an authentic power that captivates the hearts and minds of others. So it's all about being totally true to who you really are inside. Wow. So it seems like we already are true to ourselves, but for the for the problems that we think we have on the way. Oh, well, you say it really clearly in your book. I think you say illness is initially created from an emotional trauma that has been frozen or hidden within a person's unconscious mind. So the real question is, how do we find these traumas? How do we get rid of them in order to let our real selves shine? That's exactly what, what it's about, because... You know, when we go through life, when we're born, we're born in a hypnagogic state. We're very, very open and suggestible. So, you know, for the first six or seven years of our life, we're downloading all of these programs. And not all of these programs are helpful for us. And not all of these programs are relevant for us as adults. And the mm. other thing that happens is that we experience difficulties or trauma. And, you know, the healthy way to deal with trauma is to go into the fight or flight response. Mm. And yet many of us, we freeze and we bury that aspect of us it, that experienced the trauma deep into our subconscious mind. So that, that trauma is there. And as a way of protecting ourselves, we, we, we put up invisible walls of protection so every time we get hurt it makes us tougher and a little bit more closed so we put mm -hmm. up a wall and we spend our whole lives putting up walls to protect ourselves from feeling hurt and pain but what's happened is that we've disconnected from who we really are so the way I work is I, I explain to people that the real journey to charisma is by having the courage to be vulnerable mm. and to really let go of those walls that you think protect you, but maybe just block you. Wow. Yeah. And I can really see how you apply that when you talk on stage, in your book, even in this podcast, you're always vulnerable, always letting your guard down in a way. Well, it's, if, if, you, have, if you have to put up a guard with mm. people, it, you know, yeah. it means that you don't feel safe. 
And actually, mm. the key um, to feeling safe lies in cellular biology. Because, you know, we have something like 70 trillion cells in our body and our cells have only one of two operating mechanisms. So they either um, operate in a mechanism of survival, which means that they become closed or they operate in a mechanism of growth, which means that they are open. Now, when the cells close down, this means that they block nutrients from entering them. So over time, if that cell is in survival mode for too long, it will die. And, you know, this, 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 this is created by cortisol, adrenaline, norepinephrine, and often that, you know, a person that's experienced trauma can mm -hmm. actually um, be re-experiencing that trauma every day so their amygdala is being fired off every day so they're almost living their entire day feeling stressed and as if they're you know they're in danger but they're not but their mm -hmm. body is reacting to that and it's at that moment that we put up all the walls and mm -hmm. you know that's why that this whole thing about being authentic it, it might sound really simple but it can take a lifetime it can be a journey it's it's really, really kind of something you need to commit to. You cannot teach charisma through a bunch of techniques and tools. Hmm. I can really feel that. When you're with the audience, when you're on stage and you're performing, what is it that you think about? What is it that you do to build that connection with the audience? I have to get out of my own way because, you know, we have the ego mind and uh, then we have the subconscious and then we have the higher self or the soul. I don't know what people believe, but, you know, it's it's now, you know, people accept that we have three minds. We have the conscious mind, which is where the ego sits. We have the subconscious mind, which is where all our programming and, and absorbs huge, vast amounts of information. And then mm -hmm. we have our soul or our, our higher self. Our higher self is the best, purest part of us that is closest to our charismatic self. So what I have to, to do is I have to, you know, almost step out, step away from my ego. And I have to see my audience through the eyes of real love and compassion. I have to really see them. And as I see them and I can feel the vibration of love within my own heart, then it expands my own energy, my own presence. And I begin to connect with my higher self so that then everything I communicate is a an impact upon those that are listening or watching or observing. So when at the minute I think about, uh, oh, they might not like me, I'm in my ego mind, you know, and, and that's, that's not, that's going to diminish my charisma. Um, so it's all about learning to be humble when you're on stage speaking to people. And that might seem quite strange advice to give to people who are speaking or presenting but I find that if you bring your real, a, a real humility, then people warm to it because they, they become open. They become unafraid of, of you 
and they want to engage with you. So what happens is then your energy feeds their energy, which then flows back into your energy, which then flows back out to their energy. So the whole time you are in this state of flow, this higher self charismatic state, you are building energy which is completely addictive. It's it's uh, it's what we're made of. That's what I love about you that that you explore not only the physical, but also the mind, the conscious, the unconscious, and then you go beyond that and explore auras and use dowsing rods and various tools to show what actually happens when you're in that flow state of mind. I guess my question is, if Digo says, "Oh, maybe they won't like me." How can I, what can I do not to listen to? The, the first thing um, I'm mindful of is that I watch out for those, um, those ego self-talk phrases, like they might not like me. And, you know, if uh, what, I, what I've learned now is that for me to believe that others might not like me, there is a part of myself that I don't like. So it's really important to make peace with who you are. So when you're stood up there on stage, first of all, are you comfortable in your own skin? Do you fundamentally like the man or woman you are? Secondly, do you feel passionately about what you're speaking about? Because if you don't, you won't have any charisma. If you're just told, if I had to stand up and speak about uh, tax returns, then I can promise you, I would have no energy whatsoever, and it will be from my ego. Uh, so, it, you know, the important thing is the relationship you have with yourself and feeling passionate. And then the other thing is um, that a couple of tools that I use that help me to access my higher self is that I use a, a Vedic uh, breathing technique, which mm. is where I breathe in and out through one nostril. So I'll put my Uh, my thumb on the right nostril and I'll take a breath in through the left nostril until I, I, I br expand my lungs. Then I'll breathe out completely and then I'll, I'll do the other nostril and do the same. And I'll do that for five minutes. Now, what that does, that calms the nervous system and it, it, it connects you to your charisma within So it gives you this wonderful kind of calm, zen-like quality that, get, you know, stops the monkey chatter, stops all that negative, you know, crap that doesn't serve you. And it allows you to get into your heart. And then when you focus on your audience and you see your audience as, you know, individual, shining, beautiful people, I know it sounds a bit kind of spiritual and stuff, but I work mainly with business leaders that can be quite hard-nosed and quite bullish. And a lot of people say to me, do you really do all this strange stuff with business leaders? And I do. And it's only because I see my audience. I really see them. And mm. when they get that you see them and that you're there sharing your message, I don't force it on anyone. I just say, this, is, this happens to be what I believe. And let me give you kind of a, a, a taster of my beliefs. And you share it with honesty and absolute passion, they cannot not be moved. Now, they may not agree with everything, yet they will be compelled to listen. 
to what you're saying. I, I can feel it definitely in this podcast and I'm sure all the listeners do as well. <laughs> Thank you so much for all of these tips and advice. Um, another question I have is what is luck according to you and is it something that we can attract? Rather than call it luck, uh, to understand this, this, this term luck, we need to really appreciate that Nobel Prize winning physicists have proven beyond doubt that the physical world that we know is one giant sea of pulsating energy that flashes into and out of being. Nothing is solid. This is the world of quantum mechanics. We now know that uh, we are, if you look at us at our tiniest we are energy beings mm -hmm. and that our thoughts literally pull together all of the infinite possibilities that are out there for us. Our thoughts pull together and hold in place that that we perceive as our life or our reality or our mm -hmm. audience or, you know, kind of our luck. Mm -hmm. And therefore, our thoughts are literally changing the universe on a particle by particle basis. So every mm -hmm. thought we have has a, 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 it manifests into our reality. We're manifesting thought, you know, the reality of our thoughts all of the time. So when we realize this, we begin to realize that if we allow our thoughts to run wild and untamed in our head and they start judging things or blaming others or feeling sad about this or angry at that. When our thoughts create any negative emotion, we are moving further and further away from our charismatic self. The closer we feel to positive emotions, the better we know we are more connected to our charisma. So therefore, the, 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 the thing to be mindful of is the thoughts that you're thinking are affecting your emotions and your emotions are affecting your energy. So if I'm thinking about, I, I, I don't want to screw up, um, then um, I will be manifesting screwing up because the subconscious mind can't process and negation. So give you that that you're seeking to avoid plus you know the the universe looks to align you know the everything to your vibrational frequency so emotions have a vibrational frequency so when you're charismatic um you are vibrating at a very high frequency which means you are extremely powerful and you're able to manifest that which you desire easily and effortlessly When you're at your, if you're your least charismatic, your energy can be very heavy and it, it can it can be very clunky and very small and life feels like an uphill struggle. So you will then um, manifest lots of difficult, you know, questions from your audience or you'll get the audience from hell or you'll get that just don't get me. Oh, you know, it's, um, you know, it, it's just not fair, you know, kind of, you know, why didn't they realize that this is what I was like? Do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. So 
believe that luck is is simply evidence of what we're thinking and mm. it, it gives it gives an indication that we are either aligned with who we are or we're not aligned with who we are i love that and it seems like there is a guiding mechanism that constantly tell us no this is negative this is negative you should feel better and some people just the ego is so strong that sometimes it seems that it identifies with the negative and some people say oh i feel down that's who i am well i think there's there's two aspects to this because i used to you know i mean you know with with my past i had to learn how to you know change from feeling really uh, bleak despairing hopeless suicidal at times very mm. angry to you know who i am today you know so i had to learn how to do that you know so so mm -hmm. for a while what i used to do was i used to deny any negative emotions so i used to think oh i'm feeling angry oh i've got to get out snap out of that nicola you know it's almost like i denied negative emotions so i was suppressing them so what i believe is that negative emotions are your friend because they're giving you feedback that you're out of alignment with your charisma you're out of alignment with your higher self so actually what i do now is if i'm feeling a little bit um frustrated i'll just say oh i'm feeling frustrated thank you for letting me know knowledge it and i i actually quite like to use emotional freedom techniques and tapping so if i'm mm -hmm. feeling frustrated you know i'll I, i might do the breathing technique that i spoke to you about but i also might do the tapping um people can google emotional freedom and tapping it's very easy tool it shifts energy and i'm just really kind of connected with the frustration and as mm -hmm. I, as i'm really connecting with the frustration the first thing it does is it starts to shift and move and the second thing is i suddenly realize what is it that's causing my frustration and then i'm given a choice do i either continue to do that that frustrates me or do mm -hmm. i do something different so i think it's not about you know kind of judging your negative emotions as bad it's about listening acknowledging and then using the feedback to gently release them if it feels comfortable for me it's it's like in this crazy crazy world where there is so much going on that we can't understand and we feel powerless to change and yet the only thing we can work on is ourselves but the minute we work on ourselves in a in a gentle accepting kind way then we actually impact on everything anyway you know right now in the news you know donald trump as president you know is creating a lot of controversial kind of uh, emotional intensity you know he has his fans and he has his his real haters and actually i believe that if we condemn this man and if we criticize and judge him like he criticizes and judges others then we are becoming like him and we are actually reinforcing his vibration of judgment and discrimination so always no matter what we're faced with in our lives it's about seeking the highest vibrational frequency that we can feel by thinking and noticing what we're feeling inside
So, you know, I, I wrote a, a blog um, about why we should love Trump. And uh, it's because if you are feeling judgmental, angry, even if it's about someone else, you know, wherever they are, it's still living, this, this vibration is living within you and you bring that onto stage. You know, if you are angry with your partner from the morning and bring that anger with you, even though the anger is about them and not about the audience, your audience will actually feel your anger. So we have to release anything that does not serve us. And releasing that that no longer serves us gently and easily by acknowledging negative emotion, then actually we are better able to be really present and really open and really charismatic with the audience that we are addressing at that moment. So what is your ultimate vision? Is it that everyone is charismatic or is it to, to impact world leaders? Why is it that you ultimately do what you do? I do what I do, uh, not because I particularly want to speak. So even though, I mean, I, I am an award-winning speaker, but I don't see myself as a speaker. I see myself as a, a woman with a message. And my purpose in life is to actually bring a very spiritual message, you know, termed charisma, to the hard-nosed world of business leaders. And, you know, for people perhaps that are dissatisfied with life, that have got to a point where life feels a constant struggle, it's always difficult, it's always hard work, um, and it, they don't feel at ease with themselves, then, you know, for me, it's about showing people that there is a different way of thinking, feeling, and being that actually causes you to feel joyous, happy, in flow. And I call that charisma. Awesome. I read something in one of your events that I found very curious. You said that people who attend will learn to access something that you call the void, I think. Uh, what is it void. that you mean by <laughs> yeah. the void? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, what 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 is that? What okay, so um, the if you think about the, the 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 conscious mind, which is or the you know which is full of thoughts, and it's where the ego sits, and uh, that's not who we are. We're so much more than our thoughts and our conscious mind. Then, if you think of the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind actually is like the gateway to our higher self or our most charismatic self. Yet there is a place, if you look at, you know, the, the universe and the fact that we're particles of energy, uh, within those particles en of energies, there are, there's space, there's gaps, there's nothing. And so when we meditate and we allow ourselves to slow down our brainwave frequencies to a theta frequency, we access this state called the void, which is beyond thought, and it's just pure consciousness. And when we're in that state of pure consciousness, we are able to restore, heal, process old hurts. Um, we, are, we are almost soothed 
at a, at a really uh, deep, deep level. And just being in that beyond word state, in that void, creates real transformation. Even if we can go in and out of the void for something like just five minutes, that is the equivalent to five hours of deep sleep. So it's really rejuvenating. And this is why I'm a big advocate of being emotionally connected um, and also daily meditation, because meditation enables you to access that void, which is a really healing place. And that's one of my, um, you know, my nuggets, if you like, for developing your own charisma, reconnecting more to your own charisma is meditation wow people should really hear that five minutes of meditation is equal to five hours of sleep yes and and if if um if people struggle with meditation then i have a, a free meditation that i've created myself which is a, a charisma hypno meditation which will take you into the void and uh people can access it on charismameditations.com and it's a free meditation they can access. Great. That was my last question, really. Where can people find out more about you and your next events and all, all the things you're doing? Um, my website, Nikki J. Owen, N-I-K-K-I-J-Owen.com, um, talks about the experiments that I do, um, has a lot of free stuff. You can sign up to my weekly Charisma Insights that give my kind of thoughts on different aspects of life from a slightly mm -hmm. unusual perspective and mm -hmm. uh, people can uh, learn about my events there and then if people are interested in how this works within a corporate environment for business leaders uh, for talent and high potentials then they can visit charismaconnection.com Great. Thank you so much. I highly recommend both of these websites because they're full of information. This is just a snippet of what Nikki Owen is about. She explains it much deeper in her book and events. So subscribe for the newsletter and go to events. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for taking part. It's been wonderful, wonderful to connect with you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. The things Nikki talked about in this podcast are so interconnected that I found it hard to remember distinctive learnings. But here are three learnings in a nutshell. First, we have a conscious, an unconscious and a higher self in this universe composed of particles that constantly go on and off and we attract different kinds of lucky or unlucky experiences depending on the frequency of our vibration. Second, being vulnerable takes courage and requires that one knows himself but it is also what makes people tick and empathize with you. And third, other people feel the way you perceive them, and if you think they are beautiful and accept them just as they are, that immediately builds a very strong and personal connection between you and them. Nikki was so amazing that I'm sure you learned a lot more than these three points from this episode. The next one is coming very soon, so stay tuned!